Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 133 at Edmonton. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott with you. In Washington, D.C., the Oilers take on the Capitals tomorrow. Friend of the show, Alan May, will join us on the uh, Wednesday edition of Oilers Now, along with former NHL GM Brian Lawton. And uh, John Shannon will be on tomorrow's show as well. Royal Pizza, pizza, pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 15 Edmonton and area locations, go online to royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer recommendation, Mediterranean chicken. Brendan Escott likes the Texan. Royal Pizza also now with locations in... Red Deer and in Calgary as we head off to the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. And we are pleased to be joined on the line by Bakersfield Condors head coach Jay Woodcroft, who I think has a team that's only lost one regulation game in the last 15, and he's played nine of his last 12 on the road. Hello, Jay. How you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on today. Do I have the right numbers? Does that sound about right? Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's been quite the last uh, couple months for us. I think uh, we've actually played 14 of our last 17 games on the road, so it's nice uh, nice to come home and be in California for a while. So, so you got points out of 14 out of 15 games here, um, and I know just as there's been COVID situations with the Oilers, I think 23 Oilers players ended up getting COVID at one time or another. It's run through your group as well. So how have you guys been able, on a, what have the sort of keys been for your group to consistently pick up points here over the last 15 games? Again, just one regulation loss in 15. Well, I think uh, when you're going through that type of adversity of losing players every couple days and never knowing uh, um, who's going to be in your lineup or not, you you need contributions uh, from the people that are available to you. And uh, it's been quite the run for us uh, going back to about mid-December. We've um, we've had to leave a couple people up in Canada because they couldn't cross the border. We've had uh, players travel the day of games, come in and give us good effort in the, in the nights that they did play. And um, like I said, I think you just get contributions up and down your lineup. I think it's a sign of a, a good team. It's, it's a sign of some depth that was created by obviously our our manager in in Ken Holland, but also in Keith Gretzky, making sure that we have enough players available to us and and good players at that. And, um, you know, I think when we're here in the American Hockey League, we want to try and 
uh, help our players develop uh, the skill of learning how to win. And sometimes um, you have to fight through adversity in order to do that. And so for our players to have found different ways to win over this last six, seven weeks, I think it bodes well for the organization. We've had games where we've been behind. Uh, We've come back in a game in Abbotsford where we were down two goals in the last minute, found a way to win it in overtime. Um, We've had our captain out for the majority of the last six weeks. Um, We've had one of our uh, veteran voices, uh, one of the strongest players on our team, um, be named to the Olympic team, and he's been away from us for the last week or so and it's just been uh, one player after another stepping up rising to the occasion and um, you know I think it's it's been a good run but that's the month of January and and we're ready uh, to play some games here at home and and start the month of February off as well. Jay Woodcroft head coach Bakersfield Condors. Jay you've now had Dylan Holloway for two weeks he's played five games for you he's got five points what have you seen so far? I think Dylan Holloway is going to be a heck of a player. I I think um, initially, you know, there was, uh, you know, the the buildup of having missed some hockey over the last 10 months um, and all the work that he put in in his recovery. um, That first game that he played, it was like he was shot out of a cannon and and he played very well and and made a lot of plays all over the ice. I think now, um, now he's getting into the rhythm of our season and it's becoming real uh, where it's just now you have to keep getting better each and every day. And, And, you know, what I see with Dylan is a player who has a um, NHL body frame, NHL skating ability, um, and he's somebody who has great instincts about him in all three zones. For me, I think uh, as he works his way through the American Hockey League here, he's learning how good um, you have to be on a day day by day basis, and, and how you have to bring it each each shift, each each day, each practice, each game. And uh, he's in a great spot to continue to work at his game. He's growing that game, and uh, there's lots to be excited about for sure. Jade, there's no official ice times uh, provided by the AHL. How much did you play him over the course of the last five games, and did you play him in every situation? Yeah, I mean he's a twenty minute a night player for us. He's I think he started most most games. Maybe one game he didn't start. Um he plays a lot on the power play. We're introducing him on the penalty kill. Uh and he's been playing with some pretty good hockey players that uh and that have been a good line for us. So yeah, I mean he's he's around the twenty minute mark every night, um, give or take, depending on the, the penalties in the game and whatnot. But uh you know, he's he's been a good hockey player. He's in the right spot to um, you know, work at the the nuances of his game, the little things uh, that go into making a good NHL hockey player, the things that you have to learn at the professional level. And, and uh, he's working at him diligently. He's a very coachable kid, has a great attitude, plays the game hard. Um, there's lots to be excited about Come if you're an later, Edmonton okay? Oilers fan. By Jay Woodcroft, Bob Stoffer joining you on Oilers Now in Washington, D.C. The Oilers get in at 3.45 a.m. by the time they cleared customs last night in Ottawa. Philip Roberg was uh, out this week. I know you guys have had a run of uh, uh, COVID. Uh, the team had a couple days off here. Do you expect him back this weekend? 
Yes, yes. Uh, Philip um, entered the protocol last week, so he, he missed all three games that we had in Arizona. Um, but uh, he's in good shape. Uh, yeah, I came down to the rink this morning and skated with him personally uh, to get him ready for our uh, practice schedule heading into tomorrow. Um, he looked good, he feels good, and he's excited to be back. And uh, he'll be a welcome sight because uh, you know he makes us a better team when he is in our lineup. You didn't have him, so did you lean on Marcus Niemelainen a little bit more on the left side? Yeah, yeah. We, uh, you know, I thought Niemelainen and DeHarnay were a good pair for us. They were a shutdown pair. I also thought Sam Rukov, especially in the last two games, uh, played very well. Um, you know, he, he saw a good amount of ice time, and, and uh, there were three competitive hockey games. We found a way to get five out of six points, and uh, our decor was a big, big part of that. That's what I heard through the uh, proverbial grape, uh, grapevine we're hearing right now from Jay Woodcroft, head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. A guy that was off to a slow start at the start of the year was Raphael Lavoie. He seems to have picked it up now. I know he's had a, a couple freebie goals along the way where pucks have just you know ricocheted off boards and gone right into you know an open spot for him. But have you seen him starting to turn the page here a bit and get going? Well. Before I go there, I think there, the old saying is luck is the residue of design, right? So maybe he was in the right spot for a reason, and his instincts took him there. So I'm happy that he was rewarded with that, that nice uh, that nice goal, and it ended up being a big goal for us there in Arizona. But, no, in all seriousness, um, I think Raph's game turned a corner mid-December, kind of when the team started to take off. Um, he started to find himself... Uh, in more and more scoring chances. I think he's playing the game the right way. There's more detail to his game, and um, he's being rewarded uh, by converting on some of those chances. And um, I think he's put a lot of work into rehearsing moments on the ice uh, that occur for him. And, um, you know, it's a credit to him and some of the work that he's put in. And like I said, when he's going uh, and his line is going, that makes us a much deeper team. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting what you got going on right now. Um, and I'm going to speak to a couple, uh, just uh, circling back to Holloway. There was a play where he got run on the boards and he turned back and he basically did the reverse Torres and blew the guy right up. Loved it. Loved that sort of competitiveness. And then, um, and it's one of your smaller guys, but he's by no means timid. And that's Luke Esposito. I forget, was it, somebody got hit. I don't know if it was Brousseau or whatever. And he just dropped the gloves immediately. And I mean, you're talking about a guy that's, you know, five foot 10 and 180 pounds. And going up against a you know six foot two, two hundred and fifteen pound defenseman, no problem. Is that part of the sort of compete you're looking for your team? Uh, you know, uh, Holloway competing for space on the ice, and Esposito making sure nobody gets taken advantage of, and you know he's the first guy that arrives on the scene, and you've got a little bit of fight in your team's game right now, Jay. Yeah, I, I think um, you know, and I wouldn't. I think we're the least penalized team in our division um, yet. I, and I and I don't think we have the traditional policemen on, on our team that some teams down here do, but I think we're team tough. I think we have an attitude about us, um, a pack mentality. If if someone's going to take a run at at, at one of our players, they're going to take, or the rest of the team will will step up. It doesn't matter who it is. You mentioned Luke Esposito. I, I, 
I think Luke is a real standard bearer for our team. He's the one who sets an emotional tone for our group. Um, he plays the game on the edge. He finishes every check. He's physical. Not the biggest guy in the world, but he'll stick up for his teammates. Um, you know, we, and we've had that over that series in Arizona. We played them four games in less than eight or nine days, so it was going to get testy at times. Um, and you know, that those weren't the only fights. I, I thought Mike Kesselring stepped up and asserted himself physically in a good fight. Um, you know, uh, Vincent DeHarnay. Um, stepped up and um, you know I, like I said I think it's just a it's a camaraderie about our team it's an esprit de corps it's a it's an attitude and for us um, like I said we want to play the game hard we want to play the game whistle to whistle but if someone um, takes a liberty or tries to take advantage I think we're team tough uh, to be able to take care of it. Alex Stalock's had a couple of appearances for you he hasn't played hockey in a year and a half how's he looked? He's getting better every day. Um, that's it's quite the ask. I think you know. I think his last game action was August of 2020, and yeah. uh, you know he, he came into um, this situation here uh, with a, a great attitude. Uh, he, first, he had to clear the hurdle of getting through his physical, make sure that he was healthy enough to be able to um, join the team and whatnot. He's put in a lot of really good work with our goaltending coach, Sylvain Rodrigue, um, and we've introduced introduced him here over time i think he's a real competitor um but you know he has the mindset that the rest of our team has which is that you know we don't want anyone stealing our focus and we want to make sure that uh we're coming to the rink with an attitude that today matters most that that we're getting better every day all right uh seth griffith was in vancouver uh with the oilers and then left and rejoined your team and sometimes that's frustrating for veteran guys and i actually liked what i saw to seth the one nhl game he played this season with seattle i thought he was pretty good 38 points in 28 games he's he's obviously been better offensively this year than last year just a thought on on maybe you know the consistent offense you're getting specifically from griffith and uh and cooper Marodi. yeah well griff griff has skill He's got he's got skill. Um, he comes alive on the power play um, for us. Um, you know, you mentioned that his year this year seems to be a little bit more productive. He still had a productive year last year. I just think it took him a little uh, time to get up to speed to how the team needed to play in order to have success. Um, but the last half of last year and into the playoff run, he was excellent. Uh, he carried that into our season this year. Um, I think he's a very intelligent player. He's someone that um, I can find ways to get him on the ice uh, to try and uh, you know improve our offense in terms of. Uh, uh, finding a goal here or there. Uh, for example, he scored a shorthanded goal last game. Um, he's somebody who uh, is, you know, did, he's two points a game in the month of January. He was just today named AHL Player of the Month. Um, he's somebody who I think adds depth for our organization and should there be a need for someone with his skill set i don't think he'll disappoint uh, at the highest level he has some experience about him he's a great teammate and um he's very much appreciated down here you mentioned cooper Marodi. cooper is also in that light he has a good skill set um he 
somebody who's added penalty kill to his repertoire here this season. And uh, he, he, those two guys are our most uh, skilled regulars in our lineup every night. And they give us a chance to win. And, um, you know, they, I don't think they get enough credit for how hard they play the game either. Jay, uh, you've got a good thing going down there. And there's there's going to be a change with the NHL league rules pertaining how the taxi squad works, and that could result in you getting some established NHL players. I mean, if we're just being pragmatic here, looking at the Oilers' cap situation, once they signed a Van Kane, uh, you know, a guy like Kyle Turris might have to be the guy that uh, doesn't get a chance to say. And I'm not, we're not sure who's going down today. The organization placed uh, Slater Cuckoo on waivers at uh, noon Edmonton time. Um, so, and, and not to mention, Mike Smith's closing in on a return here, so you might get Stuart Skinner, who's probably been the best goalie in the league, certainly this year. Uh, but you are going to get some reinforcements. Could they help you here? Well, yeah, uh, 100%. Um, you know, I think uh, with some of the signings, uh, it's made us a deeper organization. You know how I roll down here, though. I never worry about players that aren't right in front of me. So, uh, you know, when I'm looking at someone eyeball to eyeballs, when I, I start uh, trying to figure out uh, where we're going to put them in our lineup or whatnot. But I think uh, anytime your organization is deep, anytime everyone's healthy, that's to the benefit of not only the NHL club but also our American Hockey League team as well. And and uh, should those circumstances play out, we'll be ready. And uh, like I said, when when I'm staring at people eyeball to eyeball, that's when I start to worry about them. Like you said, 12 out of 15 last 15 games. 12 of the last 15 have been um, on the road. Big homestand coming up. What do you got this weekend? Well, uh, we're coming off a day off for the team today. And we have two practices coming up on Wednesday and Thursday. And then we're playing uh, a team that uh, is also playing some very good hockey. Uh, On Friday and Saturday night, we have a home series against Colorado. And uh, for us, it'll be a big test. It'll be a chance to reel a team in that's uh, uh, right around us. And uh, we're going to look forward to it. It's going to be a big challenge. Jay, love having you on the show. Lots of positive vibes from the fans. Uh, Maybe I'll... Uh, I'll read this one from Lana. She says, I love Jay's positivity. He's the perfect guy to have in Bakersfield. I look forward to seeing the results of the development that happens with his patience and good attitude. So that's a a bit of a set, and it's a reoccurring text. So keep her going, and we'll hook up next week. Okay, Bob. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Take care. Thank you. You bet. That is Jay Woodcroft, head coach, Bakersfield Condors. 151 in Edmonton will wrap up orders now after this. 
Hi, this is Mike Smith from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It is 153 in Edmonton. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. That's the old saying. Brent Ridge Ford of Wetaskiwin, 10-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. Right now, the best way to get a new vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts available from both Brent Ridge Ford and the Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. You can get the exact equipment and colors that you want. Reach out to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. As we go into this day in Oilers history for New West Travel, looking for a great Oilers roadie, fly nonstop to Nashville, smash Vegas. Get a chance to see the Oilers and the Predators. This is a April road trip with Flair Airlines. It is a direct flight from Edmonton into Nashville. The Oilers and the Preds, just 1750 bucks. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to 1986 and back at the 630 Jed Studios. Here's Brennan Escott. Glenn Anderson scores twice to give him 250 career NHL goals as the Oilers tie the Flames 4-4 at the Olympic Saddledome in Calgary. This day in Oilers history brought to you by New West Travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip. Again, you can fly non-stop to Nashville in April. Flair Airlines, $1,750. NewWestTravel.com for more information. All right, what does uh, Reed Wilkins have shaken tonight on Inside Sports? Uh, Kelly Rudy from NHL Hockey on Rogers. Um, Edmonton Oil Kings forward Justin Sordiff and Blake Dermott from the uh, Edmonton Elks broadcast team. Yes, the Oil Kings get Medicine Hat tomorrow. They're coming off 7 nothing and 6 nothing victories on the weekend. This after they lost 8-1 at home. They obviously got the wake-up call. Sebastian Kosa back-to-back shutouts. The Oilers, meanwhile, will face a Washington Capitals squad tomorrow that's playing tonight against the Pittsburgh Penguins. One of 12 games going. Special thanks to our guests on today's show. They included Mark antoine Godin from The Athletic in Montreal. Shane Corson, former uh, Edmonton Oiler captain, and a guy that had two tours of duty with the Canadians, and Jay Woodcroft. Again tomorrow, Brian Lawton from the NHL Network, L. May from the Washington Capitals broadcast, John Shannon for Legacy Heating and Cooling. Up next, the global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then the 6.30 Chet Afternoons with Jaylen Nye. Back at you tomorrow at noon. Have a terrific Tuesday, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.